Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Time for BL. This is the podcast where we review movies, TV shows, novels, and comics, all in the boys' love genre. This episode is going to be a little bit different, mainly because it was kind of unplanned. Originally, I had a different a movie in mind to review um, for, well, the review to use for the Wednesday um, release, but then together the series ended. Now, my plan was that on Sunday, my together review would come out, but it's just sitting on my heart. <laughs> It's just sitting on my heart. Uh, So why is it sitting on my heart? The truth is, together, the series, even though it started out already, I knew it wasn't going to be one of my favorites, but it still seemed promising. It was a cute, (laughs) complicated love story. I'm talking about the whole green part. Uh, That was kind of like, okay, a little whatever let's watch ah and it was going good i mean episode 11 like i actually really loved it a lot of people were talking about how they found it boring or whatever i didn't care i really loved that episode i loved how that episode ended i was even going wow that would actually be a perfect end to the series but i knew you know there was more episodes to come and here strolled in 12 and then 13 and oh my gosh why 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 i mean honestly the only benefit i saw of episodes 12 and 13 was ending the story of the side couples like give them their wrap-up that's it that that's it oh my gosh Alright, so I'm just going to focus on the characters for this one. Uh, Well, the main characters, really. Uh, So, let me start with Green and Dim. Now, Green and P-Dim, or Dim, they, uh, we find out... Oh, this is going to be filled with spoilers. Don't even bother. (laughs) If If you haven't finished watching everything, or if you don't care. Well, if you haven't finished watching anything, just know. This is just going to be spoilers, mostly. Green and Dim. So, Green and P-Dim... I can see how they belong together um, it, with episode 11 because of the whole, you know, the candle thing and also seeing, you know, they're both just really funny guys and they're really like dorky in their own way, which makes them the perfect pairing. But I honestly, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't 100% on board at all for them being together. And the reason why is. When uh, Green stops flirting with Tyne because Tyne now knows the truth. Was it that? Yeah, that point. Uh, Green knocks on Tyne's door and is like, you have to help me. My boyfriend was waiting outside. My ex was waiting outside of my apartment. I need to hide here. And he's talking about how his ex abused him. Okay? And we find out it's P-Dim and they get back together, but... I was uncomfortable with it. I was, I was 100% uncomfortable with it because it's just, I don't, if it is an abusive, really, uh, 
That's their problem. <laughs> I don't want to be one of those people like, uh, if he wants to get back with his abuser, get back with your abuser. It's your business. But I just felt like something I just had to let go. Like, yeah, let's ignore the fact that Green was saying that his boyfriend abused him. And he, his boyfriend hit him. And that's why he's getting away from him. That's why he doesn't want to be with him anymore. And he gets back with him. And it just, it's just, oh, it like, to me, when I saw that whole thing and him saying, oh, his boyfriend hit him, I was like, wow, Dim is a jerk. And I was like, yeah, get away from him. And then they just get back together like that. And so needless to say, (laughs) I was not very happy with that part of the storyline. Um, but yeah, I mean, Dim and Green, they're both comedic, definitely. I love Green. I think my favorite scene with Green was it the first or second episode where <laughs> Time's friends decided, you know, in order to get him away from you, we're gonna, like, dress as gangsters and we're gonna threaten to beat you guys up. And instead, like, Green, like, puts Time behind him and was like, I'll protect you. I was like, yes! I was very happy. I was actually happy with the way Green was portrayed in the first few episodes. I mean, yeah, he was chasing down Tyne and everything, but we find out eventually the only reason he was doing it was to help out Sarawat. So, you know, he was never actually interested in Tyne. So that's why it's not that big a deal for me um, with the whole chasing down Tyne because, like, oh, he wasn't even into him. Got it. Um, But the whole what I just loved Green. Like, I love the fact that they showed that, yo, he knows how to hold his own he can defend himself he loves to cook (laughs) and you know he is it actually yeah that one one part that i found interesting was when dim was talking to tyne and saying please don't tell people it's just that green doesn't want anyone to know i'm like well green doesn't want anyone to know (laughs) like i thought green was like i am gay 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 like openly gay like everybody can know and this is who i'm dating and he's like nope don't tell anybody <laughs> and i was actually surprised about that but you know at the same time i'm like kind of happy to see that as well because you know i'm not happy to see it like oh he doesn't want people to know about his relationships and stuff like that i'm more happy to see it because you know just because he is gay doesn't mean he, and it like to some people might be like well obviously he's gay He doesn't have to be out until he's ready, until he's comfortable. So that's why I was okay with that too. And I really liked the way he was portrayed in that whole thing. So Green ended up easily becoming one of my favorite characters in the whole show. Uh, Now, Type and Man, to me, they were just a really oddly cute couple. Um, like when man saw type the first time, I was like, oh, that's adorable. And then he's like going around trying to see type again. I was like, okay, cool. And then he basically starts stalking type and I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. And it didn't make me go, yeah, type get with him. It was just more like, oh gosh, type just send us boy on his way. If you're not interested, let him know you're not interested and let him move on, please. Uh, but man was persistent. Did I like his persistence? Not necessarily. Um, just because um, I'm a believer in if you are, well, if someone, if you're into someone and they tell you they're not into you, move on. <laughs> that's uh, that's just me. I'm a believer in doing that. Um, so did I like man just always, always like, no. 
Um, but at the same time, it was kind of oddly cute with the two of them. It was so weird. I think my favorite interaction of all, of course, is when Man is talking to uh, what Sarawa and Sarawa is like, oh yeah, his brother is mean and his brother is this. And he's like, when I see his brother, I'll put him in his place. Turns around, sees time. is like, I've been searching everywhere for you. How are you? <laughs> like, all excited. Like, I'm in love with you. I actually really loved that. I I loved that. I, I thought it was, um, like, the cutest scene ever. Um, so, with Type and Man, I would say I was... I wasn't necessarily okay with type basically, I'm not type, sorry, man basically stalking type the whole time, but I still thought it was like, it was just oddly cute. And especially when we find out that type had been noticing man like all this time, like just noticing him, you know, being where he is and you find out that he actually does have a little feelings for man as well. You know, it makes it even cuter. It's just so weird and cute at the same time. <laughs> oh no, they're just weird and cute. So I like them. And the last side couple. Oh god. Uh, what's his name? Pukong and Mill. Are they even a side couple? Like, we see. Alright. So Pukong is Sarawat's brother. We see them interact like three times. <laughs> And then we see, of course, um, Kong, like, uh, or Poop and Mill in the football match and football game after um, Sarawak gets hurt. He does his brotherly duty of making sure he beats up the guy, well, beats the guy in a game who hurt his brother. But at the end of the day, like, they were brother in name only. And the whole Mill thing, like, Mill chasing Tyne the whole time, it goes back to what I say. Like, I, I just feel like if someone says no, move on. <laughs> like, Tyne is obviously not interested in you. And he did back away, but not back away. He was like, yeah, I get it. You have a boyfriend, but I'm still going to make sure I'm right here. So that when your boyfriend fails you, I can jump in his place. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I dropped my microphone laughing at it. <laughs> Just thinking about it, I'm like, that was the stupidest thing ever. Like, I think it makes me think about Until We Meet Again. Because, like, with Alex, he was, like, trying to get with Parm over and over and over again. But the second he found out that Parm is in a relationship, he just goes, Alright, I'll move on. Because, you know... He's taken. What am I going to do? Just stand around and wait for him to not be taken? <laughs> you know? And he, of course, in the end we've, of Until We Meet Again, we found out he does move on. Um, in this... Oh, God. Oh, I guess in episode 13, we're supposed to think Mill has moved on. But it's so annoying. Like, he straight up... Oh, God. <laughs> Watching together the series, seeing Frank and Drake, made me want to re-watch My Tea, because at least in My Tea, they had better chemistry. <laughs> like, as far as, like, their romantic chemistry in My Tea was, was better. 
than the last episode of Together the Series. Oh my god, that was horrible. That was horrible. Like, like in episode 11, we see, like, um, basically, actually, was it episode 11? Yeah, episode 11, um, Sarawat finds time. Episode 12, beginning of episode 12, uh, everyone finally um, runs into Tyne and Sarawat because they were hiding out in the bus from the rain. And Mill has realized, oh, I will never have this guy. He's in love with this guy. They could have had him move on there, but no. Tyne is still on his heart. He will take Tyne to the hospital and stay there. Ugh. <laughs> he will... Tell Sarawat that if he wins the competition, he gets to, like. I think that was another problem I had. Tyne was basically treated like this commodity for people to own, and that just got more and more annoying as well. Like, uh, it made me even wonder if Mill actually liked Tyne, or he just thought he's really cute and he's a cheerleader and I just like him because of looks because I started to wonder is it is he even interested in time or is he interested in the idea of being with someone who he finds beautiful like it's just the looks that that matters it did make me contemplate that which would make time just a prize for Mill at the end of the day not moving on because I'm just like that like the whole Mill Sarawat Tyne situation could have just ended already I would have rather see Mill just move on now, he doesn't have to move on fully but even like in the conversation with Tyne at the hospital I don't understand why for him it wasn't it didn't translate as you know what he's still in love with this guy Obviously, he needs to talk to this guy and figure out what's going on. I'm just going to move on. Like, he, that didn't even happen. Oh, my gosh. I really, really, <laughs> really did not like Mill. And I did not like Mill's storyline. I was okay-ish with him trying to get between them and get with time because it added to the drama even though he had zero chance. But, like, especially, like, at the, uh, it would have been better if Sarah Watts' band just didn't win. I, anyway, this show, I think the major problem with this show is it could have been written way better. Most of the problems to me just feel very script-wise. I feel like the Pam storyline was kind of rushed and thrown in there to just add this unnecessary complication. And episode 12 and 13 honestly just became very boring for me. Um, especially after finding out that the whole situation with Pam wasn't in the book. Well, that's what I heard. I heard that I, I read somewhere that the situation with Pam wasn't even in. Pam wasn't even in the book. That situation with Pam wasn't even in the book. That was just added to add to the drama. And it wasn't needed. It really just wasn't needed. I think that's what makes 
the final episode especially so upsetting i don't care about the kids like a lot of people are like high five and i love the jokes by the way the jokes are amazing <laughs> the high five jokes are amazing but to me i don't care about the kiss my favorite Ty BL is Sodas, and there's two kisses in each series. And in the Arsky episode, two kisses. You only get two kisses. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need. <laughs> and we'll even slow it down and make it more passionate <laughs> for you. Uh, but <laughs> in this, I didn't care about this, the kiss. I cared about the story, and the story just wasn't there for the last two episodes. I know a lot of people feel like they were robbed in episode 11 for some reason, but I feel like that was the better way. That was that was a perfect ending to me. That was Tyne realizing how much Watt cared about him, and we see, I like seeing cute Watt just oh my gosh, that was him, that was him, guys, that was him. Like that was the most adorable thing in the world. Oh my gosh. It was so cute. That that was perfect. I think that was a perfect way for time to realize how much Sarawak cares about him and you know their relationship will continue to blossom from here. Tyne and Sarawat, they had a good chemistry. Especially when you learn more about Sarawat and the way he is. Like with his friends, he feels more comfortable to show more sides of himself and really get to see that childish side of him through his interaction with his friends. He's not um he's a he's okay with being vulnerable with his friends. He's really he you learn that how open he can be with them and how he feels when he's with them. And it's beautiful. I actually really do love the fact that Tyne and Watt have their own group of friends. And it's not just the single person they're walking around with. And why I love the fact that they have their group of friends especially is because it means they have these healthy relationship um, relationships. They have a group that they can go to with their problems. You know, when he was having a problem with Tyne's brother, he could go to his friends and, you know, tell them, what is going on again going to the having the group of friends and also going to showing how Sarawat can be vulnerable with these friends um also with Tyne and his friends um going to them basically even though he wanted to keep their their relationship a secret and yes I did not necessarily agree with what outing their relationship because you know uh Tyne said he's not ready to tell everyone so what tells everyone oh I didn't tell them I told them so it doesn't count right but at the end of the day his friends are supportive of him even though at first they're like nope nope no you're you this guy you're just always around him and he's nice to you and you're not used to this so you need to get away from him but in the end they're supportive because they're like you know what you obviously really like him so go ahead and it's great to see them both having these supportive friend groups who are there for them, who help them out when they need them. When, what kind of stupid situation? Like, he broke up with him. He broke up with him because he saw a girl hugging him. Who does that? I'm just, I want you to imagine. You and your significant other are hanging out. And an old friend who, it's obvious, has a crush on them, 
hugs your significant other while your significant other stands there kind of uncomfortable and just not sure what to do. And you go, oh my god, they're in love, and run away. (laughs) To me, that just showed how, ah, sorry. To me, if anything, the writing with that just showed how immature um, Tyne was. A little bit sour was as well, um, with how he handled the situation. Because it just proved to me they weren't ready to move in together, basically. They, uh, like, that part also I didn't like. I mean, it was a time jump. And it was obviously a time jump, but, like, I was like, why do they need to live together? Like, why do these kids in college need to live together? I'm thinking about, like, Sotas and Sotas S. In Sotas S, they've been together for three years, and they still live apart. They still have their own places. Um, They spend a lot of nights with each other, but they don't need to be in each other's spaces all the time. They understand to give each other room still at three years together. (laughs) three years together and um my engineer because i'm loving my engineer so far i did not think i was gonna love it because i was like it's another college pl oh my god but my engineer is awesome um but even in my engineer when um they had a conversation oh god i can't remember the character's name right now but the two mains uh they had the conversation where he wanted him to he wanted doing to move into his apartment with him and dude was like no we just got together let's wait a year let's see how things are and then you know maybe then we'll move to move in together like they're actually having a conversation about it and coming up with a solution that i thought was very mature like yeah let's let's give this some time and let's learn about each other some people move in right away and they're happy that's that's them and yeah tarn oh god i'm using tarn tap as an example oh why am i using so tarn type is my next example now these guys are already college roommates they already live together they've already learned about each other's habits in a sense so for me them getting an apartment and living together wasn't that big of a shift they had already been living together they're just moving to a private dorm where they can have louder sex oh i hate time <laughs> they're getting a season two they're they're doing the acting workshops for season two i and no one has acknowledged moving on i hate that they have so many good examples of what a relationship should be but all those examples keep in mind take place after episode five before episode five like when i had to re-watch tarn type i skipped to episode five and <laughs> just watched from there i was like screw everything before that <laughs> but moving on but yeah these kids are moving in together and they like to me episode 12 and 13 just prove they shouldn't move in together that's that's all you that's all they told me like oh they're moving too fast. They shouldn't live together. They obviously, Tyne ha- does not fully trust Sarawat yet. And they need to move out, live in separate apartments, and get to know each other more before they make this leap. Please. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, Sotas was actually really amazing with this. 
<laughs> like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, wow, Sosa's did a good job because they showed a couple that they're three years into their relationship. They have a pretty healthy relationship-ish. <clears throat> yeah, it was pretty healthy. Um, they had their problems, but even you know, in that moment, Kong said to RT, "You need to talk to me about your problems." <laughs> I'm talking about Sotis again, I know. But also, <clears throat> my main focus is Kong and Artit still talked about it. Even though, like, Artit did his little runaround thing, eventually they have that conversation. They sit and they, well, some situations sit and talk about it. You know, Artit always, event, like, in the case where he was angry at Kong for moving into the building and not telling him, he did forgive him. But he wanted to just make him boil a little bit longer. But they understand each other and understand how each other's work, how each other works. So when it did get to that serious point and that serious problem, that's where we have Kong and Artit actually having to sit down and go, look, do you want a relationship or not? Because they knew each other well enough. And if they know each other so well and they still know Let's not moving together, not because they probably couldn't find a way to live together, but because they have this understanding of giving each other space and taking their time, even at three-year relationship point. Artit having an understanding that Kong, you know, is studying and needs his space with that. Kong having an understanding that Artit is working now and he's working really hard because he's in US in his department and he needs a space in that. Like, what I'm trying to say is Sotus S, though it has his problems, portrays a mature relationship for the most part. What we're seeing is where a relationship where I would be, where I would expect them to be like, yeah, let's just go ahead and get an apartment and move in together. But they're still at this point of respecting each other's space and giving each other space. Kong could have probably easily asked Artit, hey, can I move in with you while I'm working there because we're going to be going there together? Can I move in with you during that time? No. You know what? I want to give you your space, but I want it somewhere close. So I'm just going to rent an apartment in this building as well that understanding of each other Sarawat and Tyne were not there <laughs> obviously and the truth is episode 11 if it had been left the way it was or maybe even move that to episode 12 and then episode 13 is just competition like shit something <laughs> if it was done properly Episode 11 would have been the, ah, now they have this understanding of each other. Now we're going to see their relationship blossom properly. But no. Damn. Dean and Farm. <laughs> they died in another life. Came back to life. Met each other again. Knew they were spending their lives together. And even when Dean was talking about getting a house, Farm was like, hey, look, we go wait on that. <laughs> We need to work on this and make sure this is going to be first before we get there. Oh my gosh. You know what? I think the problem started when the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> you see, what happened was coronavirus came around. And even though they had everything kind of sorted out, somebody just decided... Instead of re watching it and going, we should reshoot some of this these scenes, let's just put it out there as is. That's what I'm going to tell myself from now on. Because 
I'm sorry. This was this was poo poo. <laughs> the twelve and thirteen. Twelve and thirteen were. Um, at the end of the day, I feel like one to eleven. I'll give that an eight point five out of ten. I feel like episodes one to eleven were done really well. I really do. Uh, twelve and thirteen. I give it a six for type and man, and that's it. I don't care about Mill. I don't care about Tyne. I don't care about Sarawat for episodes 12 and 13. I'm not even going to bring Fukong into that. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. He does not deserve that. <laughs> uh, he wasn't, he was hardly in it. Like, I mean, yeah, he was there. He was mostly there. He was, I forgot he existed at some points. Let's just say that. I really did forget he existed, existed at some points. Especially since we didn't really see him with his friends. We didn't see Type with friends either. Oh, and if anyone's wondering what I think about Type and Man at the dinner thing. For me, when Man showed up at Type's workplace and Type got him to help him with his uh, work. Or with his internship and got him to help him with the work that he needed to be done. To me, that was like, oh, so they getting together, getting together. <laughs> like, at that point, I'm like, ah, so they getting together. Got it. Then whatever that dude's name is, don't care, uh, showed up. And that whole, like, dinner and everything, I was just like, wow, this is embarrassing. <laughs> this is sad. <laughs> Man, go home. And he did. <laughs> On his moped. Yay. Yay. Uh, uh, did I feel bad for man? Eh, slightly. My heart didn't break break. I mean, yeah, my heart didn't break break. <laughs> it it broke-ish. Not even. That dude was a jerk, though. He was a real jerk. But at the end of the day, um, type of man got together. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Oh gosh, so the hero of this series were Type and Man, because they're kind of the only reason I continue to watch episode 12 and 13. And I'm actually kind of also upset, because Together basically put it out like, I mean, like, when they were um, promoting it and stuff, and they were like, yeah, and Frank and Drake are going to be in it. I'm expecting a Frank and Drake storyline, like, actual storyline, like, we're actually going to see... They're two characters falling in love and all that stuff. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to, uh, trend the hashtag together. The series was a bromance. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It was not. It was not. It's just the ending sucked. The ending, it. Not just the ending, those two episodes were planned poorly, and that writer should apologize. <laughs> the director should, everybody should, GMMTV should just apologize, like, look, everybody, we're just gonna get rid of episodes 12 and 13. The show ended at episode 11, um, Type and Man are gonna get a spinoff, and we'll find out what happened to Mill <laughs> Millen, uh, Sarawat's brother later. <laughs> After the coronavirus, we'll give them a storyline. Like, yay! Sorry for my rant. I'm sorry. I just, I was really, I was so upset from watching the finale of Together the Series. I was contemplating making that um, last 
the episode before this for Sunday. And I said, no, it's going to be next week Sunday because I already have those episodes recorded. I'm going to put them there. And then I had the episode that was supposed to be aired today recorded. And I was like, nope, together. <laughs> I need to talk about together the series because this is, this is trash. So next episode, we're actually going to have the episode that was supposed to be for today. Yay! <laughs> Alright, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I'm so sorry for my rant. I'm JD Young and I'm stressed out. I have a headache because um, together the series gave it to me. Blame GMMTV. Oh, what were they thinking? Anyway, <laughs> I love you and I hope you have a good morning, good evening, good night, whatever it is, wherever you are. Bye!